0: WFLF Fine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3, Montora, Orlando, and W226BT, Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning Orlando. Top of the morning
1: on a Monday. We're glad you're with us here at 6 o'clock for our first check of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Coming your way here and now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM AM 540 and on the iHeart Radio app. I'm Bud Hedinger
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning. Trump's border closing threat is not a bluff. Details in one minute.
1: No April Fool's joke indeed. Should he close the border or not? Our take and yours straight ahead on Good Morning Orlando.
2: President Trump isn't kidding when he threatens to close the U.S.-Mexico border. That's what White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway told Fox News Sunday.
3: It certainly isn't a bluff. You can take the president seriously, and here is why. You're giving those metrics. What he's looking at is that 4,000 migrants apprehended in one day recently. We're on track this month for close to 100,000. We have never seen a surge like this.
2: On Friday, the president tweeted that there's a very good likelihood he'll close the entire southern border this week because Mexico is doing nothing to help stop the flow of illegal immigrants into our country. Trump has also announced he's cutting about $500 million in aid to the Central American nations of El Salvador, Guatemala and Honduras because he said they're not doing enough to prevent migrant caravans.
1: We'll hear from the president on both those issues we're talking about here and I'll give you my take on exactly what I think the president is trying to get done here and uh, we'll debate it this half hour.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Florida Republican Rick Scott and two other U.S. Senators are President Trump's point men on health care policy. Trump promising last week they're going to come up with something really spectacular. However, on CBS's Face the Nation Sunday, Scott indicated he's waiting for the White House to come up with a plan. However, he did repeat several times he's concerned about one particular aspect of health care. The problem is the cost of health care and the unbelievable inflation we've seen, especially, let's start with drug prices. Why are drug prices going up the way they have? And Scott said he opposes Medicare for all, claiming the idea of the government taking over health care and running all of it has never worked and never will. Rip currents are blamed for one death and causing life-threatening situations for other swimmers off Brevard and Volusia counties over the weekend. Lifeguards rescued hundreds of people. However, a 60-year-old man from Michigan died after he and several others, including his granddaughter, were pulled from rough surf off Indy Atlantic on Saturday. Investigators in Central Florida say they've located a 9-year-old Texas boy who had not been seen since the end of 2017. Joshua Graham was found in Sanford with his father, Kenneth, as police were investigating a report of a suspicious vehicle on Saturday morning. Joshua's mother was granted sole custody of the boy in February of 2018, and Joshua was reported missing and abducted by a non-custodial parent this past Tuesday.
1: You and I have been in the news business long enough to know you seldom get a happy ending like that when a child has been missing that long, Alan. It sure was good to see.
2: He was found and he was safe. College basketball's Final Four is set after Sunday victories by Michigan State and Auburn.
4: The Spartans had lost 11 of the last 12 encounters with Duke, but Michigan State prevailed in the East Region Final. Cassius Winston scored 20 points with 10 assists. The Spartans got by the Blue Devils 68-67. Michigan State will meet Texas Tech next Saturday. Auburn got to its first-ever Final Four by defeating an SEC Conference rival. The Tigers needed overtime to beat Kentucky 77-71. Jared Harper scored 26 points points. Auburn next weekend will face Virginia. Bob Mortali, Fox
1: News. Nothing like March Madness on the final weekend of March. That was something to watch.
2: And Auburn alum Sir Charles Barkley is celebrating. Yes, he is. WFLA News Time is 605. The online dating app Tinder introduces a new tool to verify a user's height. That story is online at wflaorlando.com join us on facebook and twitter at wfla orlando the first hour of good morning orlando starts now tm orlando weekdays 5 till 6 p.m news radio 93.1 that'd
0: be happy show for your drive home he's through the glass here this
1: morning working all ends of the day for us all the time as our executive producer alongside him in the control room taking your calls Melissa Fox and my co-host Alan Spector alongside me all morning bringing us the news updates and uh, before we get into Trump and his threat and it is a serious threat and well it should be in my opinion to close the border with Mexico and he's already cutting off aid to those Central American countries. We're going to get into all aspects of this and uh I'm going to give you my take on what I think the president's motive is here, and it may not be uh, obvious to you until I point it out. We'll get to that. But something very special this morning to kick off not only this week, but this month here on Good Morning Orlando. And, Alan, you've got the first word for us.
2: Your chance to make your wallet great again is coming up in moments. Win $1,000 in our texting contest. Listen for the keyword of the hour. It's coming up in moments. Text that keyword to 200 If you're a winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513. So answer it and listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. All that and an update of Orlando's news, weather and traffic. Just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando. It's 6.07. Check of
1: Central Florida headlines for you right now. A murder suspect is in custody after a six-hour standoff in Volusia County. 46-year-old Craig Kendrick was arrested Sunday after Daytona Beach police say he barricaded himself inside a home on Maple Street. He's accused of killing 61-year-old Denise Jennings the day before and dumping her body in the woods. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Are you willing to accept the status quo
1: on our porous border with Mexico? I absolutely am not. And trust me, the president is not willing to accept it either. Here is President Trump on why he is pledging to close the border with Mexico this week if some things don't change.
5: We have right now two big caravans coming up from guatemala massive caravans walking right through mexico so Mexico's tough they can stop them but they chose not to now they're going to stop them and if they don't stop them we're closing the border they'll close it and we'll we'll keep it closed for a long time i'm not playing games you want them to close the
1: border or not i will further make the case in a moment but we want to get into another big issue with the president and the situation down in Mexico and Central America. Here is the president on cutting off U.S. aid to three Central American countries, he says, are doing nothing to stop their people from leaving their countries and trying to enter our country through Mexico illegally.
5: I've ended payments to Guatemala, to Honduras, and to El Salvador. Oh, no money goes there anymore. We were giving them $500 million. We we're giving them tremendous aid. We stopped payment to Honduras, to Guatemala, and to El Salvador. We were paying them tremendous amounts of money, and we're not paying them anymore, because they haven't done a thing for us.
1: That's really going to get their attention down there, because we're talking about some $500 million in aid we give to these godforsaken countries. You know, that doesn't seem to change anything in terms of improving their economic situation and creating an environment where people want to stay in their home countries instead of fleeing for work here, or in some cases fleeing the gang violence and the rampant crime, fleeing for their lives. Now, the other side, the Democrats, all the never-Trumpers regardless of party label, have been cranking out the narrative and the anti-Trump media machine has been only too pleased to carry it on the airwaves and the print pages all across the country. That this is a manufactured crisis on the border. And it's just Trump's ego. He couldn't get the wall he promised his base, so he's flailing about right now, blaming everybody, trumping up, if you will, something that really is not a crisis. Well, that was blown to kingdom come by Jay Johnson going into the weekend. Who is he? He was Obama's Secretary of Homeland Security. You need to listen to Jay Johnson right here, and so do the Democrats. Powerful message here to his fellow Democrats and anyone else who thinks that Trump is telling us you know, about the border situation with Mexico as a crisis manufactured by the president for political purposes, Johnson, Obama's Homeland Security Secretary, says this is a crisis. There is no doubt about it.
6: By anyone's definition, by any measure, Right now, we have a crisis at our southern border. Uh, According to the commissioner of CBP, there were 4,000 apprehensions in one day alone this past week. And we're on pace for 100,000 apprehensions on our southern border this month. That is by far a greater number than anything I saw on my watch in my three years as Secretary of Homeland Security.
1: Jay Johnson, you know, ending all of this counter-narrative and, uh, and that guy's got great credibility with the Democrats, really. And now the New York Times is writing stories uh, about the crisis on the border. So the, the, the anti-Trump narrative is no longer holding water. Um, why is Trump threatening to close the southern border, which is not without risk economically? They're our third greatest te- uh, trading, uh, trading partner. You know, $600 billion a year we're talking about in trade. It goes back and forth through the points of entry, you know, every single day people in commerce um, traverse the southern border. The president here, in my view, is trying to apply economic pressure to change behavior on a number of fronts. It, it's that simple. He wants to change the behavior of Congress and get them to do their duty to rewrite the immigration laws, the asylum laws that leave us helpless in the border to stop these people overwhelming the border now. They get on American soil, and by American law, law they, they claim asylum. They get put into an overwhelmed court system, given a date to appear. They never do, and they disappear into the interior of this country and and it's it's illegal immigration completely out of control he wants to change congress's behavior he wants to change the migrants behavior by closing the border and making it impossible for them to get in here thereby discouraging them from coming up in these caravans he wants to change mexico's behavior by forcing them by putting the economic screws to them because closing the border will be economically tough on mexico much more so than the United States, because they are a far weaker economy than we are. To get Mexico to seal off its own southern border and stop these migrants fleeing these three Central American countries where the President has cut off the aid, and he has cut off the aid to get them in Guatemala and Honduras and El Salvador to change their behavior and keep their people from fleeing into Mexico and then later trying to break into the United States. So I support what the president is doing, knowing it is not without risk, not without economic consequences and hardships for some Americans, as well as Mexicans, of course. But I'm telling you, this is what the president's doing and why he's doing it. And I support him. Do you? How about our team here? I don't even know how they feel about this. So I'll ask Alan, and Mike, and Melissa, and you. The president says, hey, if things don't change immediately, I'll close the border. I mean close it and keep it closed for a substantial length of time. You heard him, and it may well happen this week. I support what the president's doing, because I think I understand what he's trying to do on multiple fronts, and I've tried to explain it to you. 407-916-5400. Text line two three six eight zero where standard message and data rates apply. The president, do I have it right? Should he close the border or not? What about cutting off the aid to those countries? We'll get into it right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. <laughs> National headlines now: Two, er, forgive me, two Marines are dead after the helicopter they were, crashed. They were in crashed in Arizona over the weekend. Officials with the Marine Corps Air Station in Yuma, Arizona, say the AH-1Z Viper Helicopter went down on Saturday night during a routine training mission. Officials are trying to figure out what caused the crash, and the names of the Marines have not yet been publicly announced. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories for you And Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: Before we go to our texters and our callers, Gaffey, um, we've talked a lot about the border situation, you and I, in the many years we've been together here, yeah. what are your thoughts on uh, what the president is threatening to do and do this week, close the border and the cutting off of the aid to these three Central Amer- American uh, countries, and, and do you think I'm on to something that it's all about changing behavior on at least four fronts that I identified?
7: Uh, I think that's exactly what he's he's doing. He's trying to put pressure on them to change behavior. So I totally understand his thinking. I was a little torn on this in the beginning because it would have a big economic impact, but I'm sitting here trying to think, okay, if Trump doesn't do this, what else can he do? I can't think of anything else. He has like no other options because the Democrats won't help him. Mexico won't help him. Central America won't help him. And
1: I think that the economic impact of just unimpeded illegal immigration and yeah. all of these people that a lot of us are going to wind up supporting because they're going to wind up, you know, you know, getting welfare benefits of all kinds far exceeds, perhaps, whatever the economic impact would be well, of a border closing.
7: Yeah, I mean, in the long run it would, but the short run, that's going to hurt a lot of people if you close down the border. But I don't know what else Trump is supposed to do. Congress won't work with them. Well, the idea of cutting the
8: money out, the aid, Kind of concerns me, because it has proven that it's curbing violence and some of the migration in from El Salvador, at least. So if we cut that, we're kind of cutting our nose to spite our face.
1: I think he's trying to get them to say, whoa, man, oh, man, we don't want to lose that aid. Maybe we ought to tighten things up at our own northern border, their southern border with Mexico. and And he's trying to force the issue by putting enormous economic pressure on a number of fronts, Melissa, mm-hmm. and 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 I can understand the point you're saying. I think his hope is we never actually have to fully pull the plug; that they make some changes there and help us out. That's what they. And he wants okay. the same thing from Mexico.
8: Now, Jim Nealon, the uh, former ambassador for Honduras, he didn't. He thinks Trump doesn't understand what's going on. I listened to him talk a little bit yesterday. But the fun quote that he gave was, They can't prevent their citizens from leaving their countries any more than Trump can prevent citizens from leaving the U.S. I don't think anyone's leaving the U.S. But well, there were some, you know, the
1: Hollywood crowd always said, well, We're moving no, to Canada. They never we're leave. Not they up never with leave. Them. I know. They always say they will, and they never do. They do. Yeah. Don't. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go to the text line here, which, as usual, is on fire. Uh, By the way, I've got our good friend Tony driving around in a cab, as always. He'll be on the phone in a moment if you want to talk, 407-916-5400. But but on the text line, what do we see?
7: Yeah, one person says the money we sent to Central America, the aid isn't helping at all because look at those guys that are coming. They're young men, the majority of them. Uh, Another person says, once again, Democrats are showing their ignorance. We have Nancy Pelosi saying shutting the border down will cause the economy to crash, but they want to bring in the Green New Deal costing almost $100 trillion.
1: Yeah, and right now, though, the the makeup of those coming to our border has changed from being almost exclusively young men and a lot of tough young men just four or five years ago to all kinds of families right now because with our asylum laws, they know they can get them in here. Right. You know, and, and, and the
8: rush is now to get here before summertime, because yeah. they don't want to make that hike. Yeah, Alan, how about
1: we
2: pick up our good friend Tony? He's on the road. Good morning, Tony. How's it going?
1: Hey,
9: good morning, guys. How's everybody?
2: We're good. What do you think about this?
9: Well, close the border, stop the money transfers to these countries. People come in here, they're working, they're their, their claiming benefits and sending all their money back to their countries. That's first of all. Second of all, I don't need sound bites. I don't need three piece suits to tell me what's going on. We live in Orlando. This is becoming South America. I work here on international drive. You got people working here, don't even speak English. Working in hotels, working in restaurants. They gotta close the border, get these countries to help us. If they don't wanna help us, don't give them a dime.
1: Tony, thanks. Appreciate hearing from you. Good morning, Orlando. So great to have you with us here as we open up the month of April and um Alan Spector about to get us up to date, and if you're out and about and using our toll roads, we're going to begin with some pretty welcome news, I would think, Alan.
2: Well, Bud, SunPass late fees and penalties have been suspended for months, and that was supposed to end yesterday. Now, SunPass customers get another reprieve, thanks to the controversy over a botched system overhaul last year.
10: It has been a much different approach to the SunPass mess from Governor Ron DeSantis than his predecessor. Then-Governor Rick Scott ordered an investigation into the SunPass overhaul, though it was revealed that Scott had invested in the new SunPass contracting company, Conduent. Fast forward to now when the suspension of SunPass customers' penalties and late fees were to end. But DeSantis says those fees will now continue to be suspended until June 1st. And the Department of Transportation has replaced its toll system director and fined conduit $4.6 million for the bungled overhaul. Sharon Parker, News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. President Trump is promising more federal money for the Everglades, telling reporters as he visited Lake Okeechobee on Friday, it's coming soon and a lot more than you would ever believe. Florida leaders have requested $200 million to speed up improvements to the Herbert Hoover Dike, the crumbling earthen dam that surrounds Lake O. However, the Trump administration budget calls for only spending $63 million. A wildfire in the Panhandles about 40% contained, a little more than a day after it started. A Florida Forest Service spokesman says the fire burning east of Panama City is in a swampy area and crews are having a hard time bringing in the heavy equipment they need to fight it. He says the fire started Saturday night and is threatening at least three dozen buildings. The woman accusing former Vice President Joe Biden of inappropriate conduct says she wants him to acknowledge that his actions were wrong.
11: We also need to have a conversation about powerful men feeling that they have the right to invade a woman's space Whenever they'd like.
2: On CNN's State of the Union, former Nevada Assemblywoman Lucy Flores claims that at a campaign event in 2014, Biden touched her shoulders, smelled her hair, and kissed her head. Biden released a statement saying in all his years of campaigning, he never believed he's acted inappropriately. However, he said he will listen respectfully to Flores's claims.
1: I think his presidential hopes on this basis are in real serious trouble. We'll be talking about it uh, in about five minutes from now, Alan, and in the meantime, I suggest you Google Creepy Uncle Joe videos and see what comes up.
2: The Magic continue their playoff push as they take on the Raptors at Toronto tonight. They knocked off Indiana 121-116 at the Amway Center on Saturday night, but Orlando remains a half game behind Miami for the eighth and final playoff spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference and just five games remain in the regular season. WFLA news time is 6:36. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, text it to 200 200, and you could win $1,000.
1: Headlines right now from the Space Coast: fighter jets and vintage airplanes. Always popular draws out in Brevard County. The annual Melbourne Air and Space Show wrapped up yesterday at Orlando Melbourne International Airport. Officials estimate the final day's attendance had more than fifteen thousand. Updates for you at least every ten minutes on our top stories. We promise we deliver here on Good Morning Orlando. Dave Ramsey weekdays
0: 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio 93.1. Joe Biden leads in every single poll
1: of the 2020 presidential race right now. He is ahead of everyone in the field. More and more, I question whether he will ever get in. His announcement to get in keeps on being put on hold. They're now talking the Biden camp late April. But more and more, I also believe that his numbers will evaporate when he gets in, and very, very quickly, because Joe Biden is out of step with the times and out of step with his party moving to the left, those in the party running for president and the people in the power positions right now all over the Me Too movement, and it's hands off women. Even if Joe Biden says that all the times that, you know, people have cited him kind of like, you know, putting his hands on women's shoulders and hugging them, giving them a kiss, etc., uh, is never anything where he felt he was being inappropriate. And there was a time in this country not long ago when none of that would have been even thought about twice. But the times have changed. And the standards, whether you want them to or not, have changed radically almost over Night And uh, Joe is saying he doesn't believe he has ever acted inappropriately, but if you were to Google creepy Uncle Joe videos, you would see one after another montage of Joe Biden behaving over the years the way this woman, Lucy Flores said he behaved when they met on the campaign trail in 2014. She then was running as a Democrat. So this is a fellow Democrat here who may have done Biden in before he even gets in. Running as a Democrat for lieutenant governor of Nevada. She's with Biden at a political rally just before the election, getting ready to go on. The same parties, but she says she didn't really know Biden. And as she's about to go on stage to make her remarks, she describes Biden doing the following.
11: Very unexpectedly and out of nowhere, I feel Joe Biden put his hands on my shoulders, get up very close to me from behind, lean in, smell my hair and then plant a slow kiss on the top of my head. Never do I claim that this was that rises to the level of a sexual assault or, or anything of that nature. What I am saying is that it's completely inappropriate, that it does not belong in any kind of a professional setting, much less in politics, and that is something that we should consider when we are talking about the background of a person who is considering running for president.
1: I guarantee you the others who are running for president are demanding you know, that Biden apologize for this behavior and cease and desist moving forward. Here's Lucy Flores when asked what she wants Joe Biden to do now.
11: I want him to change his behavior, and I want him to acknowledge that it was wrong.
1: There you go. And he says, I'm willing to listen if anybody says my behavior was inappropriate. Joe Biden's from another time. And that time has passed in the Democrat Party, if not in the greater society here. I've got to tell you, I now question whether he will ever get in, because there's going to be no end, you know, to the talk about the creepy Uncle Joe videos and, uh, and, and, and his record legislatively. Go back to the, uh, the Anita Hill hearings. He's already apologized there. I just don't think he's viable at age 76 anymore. I think his time has passed, and I think he's out of step with the times and very much out of step with where the Democrat Party is headed.
8: I got to tell you, the first clip that you play, play from Lori Flora or Lucy Flores, yeah, it gave me the creepies. I mean, I don't know, maybe other gals out there that heard it, but my skin crawled. I was like, "Oh, you!" Just the whole thought of uh, Uncle Joe Biden touching and
7: creepy and smelling her hair. Ooh, yeah, it is kind of creepy, isn't it, Yaffy? Well, yeah, Joe Biden is definitely creepy. I don't know how much this will hurt him unless more women come forward. I think if more
8: they women come to. forward
7: and. All you have to do is Google that. The government. The gov- well, oh, yeah. But I, I the don't Democrat think
1: Party him. is not going to back him to the hilt here. He's going to get ripped apart in the primary season, you know, by all of these people moving to the left and all of these women running for president. I, I, I just I, I think he's and I think he knows it. I think he's going to say, you know what? I missed the boat. I, I didn't draw flies running for president in the late 80s when I got caught up in uh, plagiarism charges. Uh, I didn't get anything done in 2008, and I finally rode Obama's coattails into the White House as vice president, but that's as far as I'm going. I don't think Biden's going to get in. And if he does, I think his candidacy will vaporize almost overnight in terms of its support. What do you think? 407 916 5400. Has a Democrat just done in Democrat Joe Biden? 407 916 5400. Text line 23680, or standard message and data rate supply. Do I have it right on uh, crazy, creepy Uncle Joe or not? Let me hear from you. Updating headlines for you right now. A new poll shows many Americans don't think a summary of the final report on Russian interference in the 2016 election has cleared President Trump of wrongdoing. Of course, we're talking about the Mueller report and the summary by Attorney General Bill Barr. It's an NBC News Wall Street Journal survey showing that 40% of people think at this point Trump has not been cleared, while 29% he has been vindicated, but 31%, and that's about a third... Are still not sure. Updates at least every 10 minutes in a top stories all morning. And good morning, Orlando.
0: From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning, Orlando. Alan Spector, my co host, is getting ready with the 7 o'clock news. Just came
1: down the hallway from the newsroom. Do you think Biden has essentially been done in before he actually gets in by a Democrat with the Lucy, Lucy Flores thing coming on the heels of all of the videos that have been out there forever? If you Google, Creepy Uncle Joe videos, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. That Biden, my take is, is out of step with the times and with his party.
2: Well, given the uh, repercussions we've seen people uh, in not only politics, but show business suffer as a result of being called out in the Me Too movement, I would say there's a good chance he is history as far as the presidential campaign is concerned.
1: I think he'll find a way not to get in the race. I, I really He's pushed it all the way back to late April. I think at some point, and he isn't going to admit that it's this, you know, he's saying I've never felt I acted inappropriately, I'm willing to listen if anybody thinks so, but in the Me Too era with the Democrat Party the way they are politically right now, I just don't see him ever becoming the standard bearer.
2: And the way uh, other Democrats called out Al Franken, the Minnesota Senator, when he was accused of something very similar uh, with photographic evidence, um, you know, they're not going to change their tune. So. Biden's going to hear it from the other Democrats as well as Republicans and anyone else.
1: Let's bring on Scott. You're in Orlando on Joe Biden. What are your thoughts, uh, Scott? Welcome aboard.
12: Good morning, Bob. Well, you remember back in the 80s we had smoking Joe Fraser, the boxer?
1: Yeah, I remember him well.
12: Now we're going to have kissing Joe Biden for president, you know, and you're right about about, uh, look up creepy Joe Biden. The worst thing I saw was when he was kissing Hillary Clinton on the lips, kind of turned my stomach. Thank
1: you, bud. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. But, you know, there are those who say, and and he's even getting support from the wife of Ash Carter, who was Obama's Secretary of State for a while, you know, the fa- the famous picture of him kind of behind her with his hands on her shoulders and kind of, you know, kind of uh, pushing himself up close to her. She says, he was supporting me on a very difficult and emotional day, you know, when my husband was being sworn in or something. And, and so she's supporting him. But then there are other people who think this guy is that it's a lot worse than just being a little swarmy.
8: Yeah, we've got a a lot of textures and a few callers who didn't want to go on because they weren't sure you wanted to broach the subject. But it looks like uh, he could be, you know, a borderline pedophile. Some of the girls in the montage are very young, and he's very gropey. Um, So crazy Uncle Joe. Yeah, he needs to be worried about the money his son received from the Chinese government. One texter says Joe will be backing out of the running for Democrat nominee And fake Beto will take over and then get destroyed by Trump.
1: (laughs) Beto O'Rourke. What do you say (laughs) on the text line, Yaffe?
7: Now, one person kind of agrees with me. He says, don't think this will hurt Joe. Trump faced much worse and made out just fine. I mean, I think it'll hurt Joe. And I never thought Joe Biden actually had a chance of winning, to be honest. I just feel like people have short memories. He'll apologize. And unless more women come forward, we'll just... Move on to the next thing. That's kind of how I feel.
1: He's never shown an ability to attract great support running for president. Keep that in mind. 88-2008 didn't draw flies. And now he's older, he's slower, his record is longer, all kinds of things to delve into politically as well as in terms of his personal behavior With women.
2: And on top of that, I think Democrats, for the most part, uh, see younger voters as the key to victory or part of the key to victory, one of the keys to victory in 2020. And Joe Biden, at his age, uh, much less the other baggage that he may carry into the campaign, uh, is uh, not seen as appealing to that demographic.
1: And somehow Bernie Sanders, though, is a little bit different, but he's politically yeah. very different from Biden, who's more of a mainstream uh, liberal Democrat instead of way off on the socialist end, which appeals across you know, generations uh, to younger voters in a Bernie Sanders. Yeah,
2: you can't just say it's, it's because of age, but it's because of uh, who the person is. Yeah. All right. Alan, Make a quick switch here. Put the news hat on. What do you got? A border shutdown could be on the way, and the Final Four is set. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together, in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's 7 o'clock.
0: WFLF Fine Hills Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora Orlando, and W226BT Orlando, News Radio 93.1 WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning
1: Orlando, hope you had a fantastic weekend, welcome to the show, welcome to the month of April, here at seven o'clock, as we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic, right now on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app, I'm Bud Hedinger.
2: And I'm Alan Spector, our top story this morning, a border shutdown could come this week, the latest in one minute. And our one
1: word texting poll asks you, should Trump, close our border with Mexico. Text yes or no. Results coming up on Good Morning Orlando.
2: The president's threat still stands. He may shut down the southern border this week, blaming Mexico for illegal immigration. President Trump says if the flow of illegal immigrants into the
7: U.S. doesn't come to a stop, he'll take steps to close the southern border. White House counselor Kellyanne Conway on Fox News Sunday says numbers they have show...
3: 4,000 migrants apprehended in one day recently. We're on track this month for close to 100,000. We have never seen a surge like this.
7: The president is also cutting aid to key Central American nations to prompt them to curb illegal immigration. Meanwhile, Mexican leaders say they aren't going to be intimidated by threats from Washington on the flow of migrants. Grinnell Scott, Fox News.
1: we we'll be hearing from the president on this very shortly. And then we have the one word texting poll on closing the border. Coming up.
2: All right, bud. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Florida Senator Rick Scott, newly named as one of President Trump's point men on health care policy, opposes Medicare for all. Scott appeared on CBS's Face the Nation Sunday. The government taking over health care and running all of health care has never worked. It's not going to work. We're going to ruin the entire system. The Republican said his focus is figuring out how to drive down the cost of health care. He said reducing drug prices is the key to health care reform. Scott did not say when he and the rest of Trump's newly formed health care team will present their plan. A murder suspect is in custody after a six-hour standoff in Volusia County. 46-year-old Craig Kendrick was arrested yesterday after Daytona Beach police say he barricaded himself inside a home on Maple Street. He's accused of killing 61-year-old Denise Jennings the day before and dumping her body in the woods. A search is underway for a shooting suspect in Brevard County. A man was found shot in Palm Bay yesterday morning in the middle of Wyman Road. He was taken to the hospital. He's expected to survive. There's no word on a motive. No arrest has been announced. Auburn is heading to the Final Four for the first time in school history. The fifth-seeded Tigers knocked off second-seeded Kentucky in overtime, 77-71 in the Midwest Regional Final of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament at Kansas City on Sunday. Auburn head coach Bruce Pearl said his team wanted this win and the chance to head to the Final Four. We thought this was going to happen. Um... I knew this group wanted to make history. Um, I knew they wanted to
0: play good basketball, and I knew they wanted to represent
2: Auburn. The Tigers will face top seed and South Region winner Virginia next weekend in the Final Four at Minneapolis, and Michigan State is heading to the Final Four for the 10th time in that school's history. The second-seeded Spartans slip past top overall seed Duke 68-67 in the East Regional Final at Washington, D.C. Michigan State will take on third-seeded Texas Tech Next weekend in Minneapolis,
1: March Madness is matchless. I watched all four games over the weekend to decide the final four. They were all phenomenal, weren't they, Alan?
2: Well, I didn't see them.
1: They were trust the Budman. I
2: was. I'm still too depressed about UCF losing. <laughs> oh, w- come on
1: now! <laughs> oh, come on! They were good games. <laughs> they were great. That's okay, Alan. Sorry. Yeah, Therapy well, I, is I'm, available. I'm, we have counselors on the fifty thousand want front
2: porch. I appreciate that. WFLA news time is seven oh seven. An Ohio couple is accused of getting way too friendly on a 150-foot Ferris wheel. That story is online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: Welcome to the 50,000-watt Front porch News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm gonna kick it right back
1: to you, Alan, because yep. with the brand new month, we got a brand new opportunity for some folks to win some serious cash. Let's talk about it before we get into closing the border.
2: But it's your chance to make your wallet great again, and it's coming up in moments. Win a thousand dollars in our texting contest. Just listen for the keyword of the hour, which we will announce just seconds from now. Text the keyword to two hundred two hundred now, if you're a winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513. So, my recommendation answer it. Listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win $1,000 and make your wallet great again. And
1: we'll get to that right after we have an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Breaking news headlines right now, we're getting reports um, from Fox News and other media outlets of multiple airlines experiencing um, some kind of an outage here. Uh, Melissa, you're on this story. What can you briefly tell me based on your
8: research? I have a tweet out of New York Southwest and Delta Airlines tweeted early this morning that flights across the country are experiencing delays due to technical difficulties and they are working on it.
1: And there are other airlines apparently involved. We're on the story. Stay tuned for breaking news updates. And updates on our top stories, of course. The promise all morning, every 10 minutes on Good
0: Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Good morning, Orlando. We're coming back at you with our hot talk topic from the
1: 6 o'clock hour right now. President Trump is very serious. White House um, sources say about closing our border with Mexico and doing it this week, if Mexico does not immediately stop all illegal immigration coming into the United States across our southern border. Let's listen to the president on that topic,
5: and here he is. We have right now two big caravans coming up from Guatemala, massive caravans, walking right through Mexico. So Mexico's tough. They can stop them, but they chose not to. Now they're going to stop them. And if they don't stop them, we're closing the border. They'll close it. And we'll we'll keep it closed for a long time. I'm not playing games. And
1: if you think this is a manufactured crisis, you're a Democrat, you're a never-Trumper, that's their line. Um, that's pretty much been blown out of the water in a powerful message that you're going to hear now from Jay Johnson who was Obama's Secretary of Homeland Security. Message to his fellow Democrats and anybody else who thinks that Trump is telling us about on the border with Mexico was just a crisis manufactured by the president for political purposes. Johnson says it is a crisis, a bad one, and there is no doubt about it.
6: By anyone's definition, by any measure, right now we have a crisis at our southern border. Uh, according to the commissioner of CBP, there were 4,000 apprehensions in one day alone this past week, and we're on pace for 100,000 apprehensions on our southern border this month. That is by far a greater number than anything I saw on my watch in my three years as Secretary of Homeland Security.
1: Well, those who say that we should not close the border are saying, well, my goodness, that's our third largest trading partner in the world, Mexico. We got all of these, uh, you know, all of these jobs and uh, all of these businesses and commerce and, and it's going to have an impact on the economy. You think that unlimited illegal immigration is not having an effect on the economy here? These people wind up in this country, and by and large, even if they are not a threat to be violent, and many are not, they are not going to be self-sustaining. They're going to wind up on welfare programs, and, uh, and all of us pay for that. Um, Alan, do you have, before we get into this, more information on what's going on with the airlines?
2: Uh, Here's what I can tell you, Bud. Multiple airlines are experiencing system-wide outages causing anger among travelers. Southwest and Delta both acknowledging on social media they're experiencing issues with their systems. The FAA said in a statement the airlines were experiencing issues with a flight planning weight and balance program called AeroData. Mainline Mainline operations and regional operations are impacted to varying degrees the agency said United, JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines were also affected. That's in addition, as I said, to Southwest and Delta.
1: So this is going to be a problem for anybody heading out to the airport. I would think so. I would check ahead. Yeah, and do they have any idea what's causing this? I can't remember something so system-wide as this. I, You know, we're used to an airline being impacted. All but I across- can tell you
2: is what the FAA said in the statement about this flight planning weight and balance program called AeroData and they're experiencing issues with that.
1: We'll stay on top of the story. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate that. So, on the issue of closing the border, um, we have this one word texting poll question for you. And here it is Should Trump close our border with Mexico? Right now, either text yes or text no to 23680. Just one word, either yes or no. Should Trump close our border with Mexico? Text the word yes or the word no to 23680. We're also taking long-form texts if you want to get into that at 23680, expressing more of your opinion than either yes or no on the texting poll. And also on the phones, you're always welcome to weigh in on the question of the hour on Good Morning Orlando. Should Trump make good on his threat to close our border with Mexico? 407-916-5400 toll free 866-916-5400 it is joining us right now updating central florida headlines rip currents are blamed for one death and causing life-threatening situations for other swimmers off brevard and volusia counties over the weekend lifeguards rescued hundreds of people however a 60-year-old man from michigan died after he and several others including his own granddaughter were pulled from rough surf off India Atlantic on Saturday. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories here in Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: You're putting Yaffe and Melissa to work here, handling the returns on the one word texting poll question we've posed, should Trump close our border with Mexico? You can either text yes or text no. To two, three, six, eight, zero, and a lot of folks have been doing one or the other. Mike,
7: yeah. Right now, the results are eighty-five yeses to four noes.
1: Close the border. You and I talked about this early. It's not without economic risk and personal right. hardship because you know people think about the idea that you know it, all right, we're going to seal off the wall or whatever, but there's still, there's a tremendous amount of commerce that goes back and forth right. legally. Every day both ways. Mm -hmm. It's our third largest trading partner, Mexico. As I said earlier on the show, Trump, in my view, is trying, because nothing else works, to change behavior on a number of levels. He wants to change Congress's behavior to get them to rewrite the asylum laws, etc., to turn off the magnet that brings these people up from Central America. He wants to change the behavior of Mexico to get them to deal with these caravans and not allow them to come up from their southern border with Central America. He wants to change the behavior of El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras by cutting off aid to these Central Florida, um, or these Central American countries. So this is what this is all about. It's changing behavior, and the president is willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah,
7: I think what he's trying to do, like you said, he doesn't want to close the border. He's hoping Mexico will change their behavior so we don't have to close the border, this is uh, this is sort of a tough threat, you know, to try to get that deal done.
1: And you close the border, and you change the behavior of the migrants who say, well, I'm not going to go through all of that, going through Mexico with the gangs and uh, human trafficking issues, if I'm never getting into the United what States. What is
8: Mexico saying about all this?
1: They've talked a lot about helping out, but then they've never done anything, the president says. They got a new left-wing president, the president... Uh, in Mexico that the president's been trying to make friends with who sounded like he was going to be helpful, but he's been all talk and he's been no action. And I think the president is trying, you know, to activate them by saying, holy smokes, it's going to be tough on the United States if we just, you know, if we if we just close the border. However, it's going to be tougher on the far weaker economy that is Mexico. So to get them to do what Trump needs them to do and deal with their own issue of these migrants coming through their country from Central America. So there we are. Uh, Where are we right now? Uh, We've got long-form textures too.
7: Yeah, one person says, uh, yes, we should close the border. Also, as far as the argument that our economy will be hurt, the reality is that if our economy is hurt by closing down the southern border, believe me, so will Mexico's economy be hurt. It's a two-way street. Mexico better pay attention to this. I'm tired of their little games. Just got another one came in and said, yes, it's time Mexico took
8: some responsibility for letting millions of people and tons of drugs illegally cross from Mexico into the United States. And she goes on to say, I think all claims of asylum should be dismissed for anyone coming into the United States through any of those countries other than their own, unless they can actually claim and demonstrate that they would face dangers by staying in their own country.
1: The president's threatened to do this before and has not done it. Um, and he says, I'm not playing games. I'll do it and I'll keep it closed for a long period of time. You know, this can't be a bluff. He has to make good on it if he doesn't get this change of behavior to force the change of behavior, whether it's from Congress to the migrants to Mexico to the three Central American countries.
7: Yeah, by the way, Bud, our count right now, 95 yeses on closing the border to six noes. All right,
1: we'll leave the texting poll open. Text either yes or text no. Do you want the president to close our border with Mexico? Text YES or text NO to 23680. In the meantime, Alan, for folks who were just joining us here at about the halfway mark on the Monday edition of Good Morning Orlando, we've got a news update coming their
2: way from you. As we told you just a few minutes ago, several airlines are experiencing system-wide outages and the sus- sun Pass suspension is extended. That's easy for me to say. Those stories and others, along with traffic and weather together just two minutes away, It's 729 on Good Morning Orlando.
1: Major technical problem um, affecting multiple airlines you need if you're headed for any airport as we speak to listen to Alan closely.
2: Yeah, we're talking about at least five airlines affected by this. System-wide outages. Southwest and Delta both acknowledging on social media they're experiencing these issues. And the FAA said in a statement the airlines were experiencing issues with, quote, a flight planning weight and balance program called AeroData. Mainline operations and regional operations are impacted to varying degrees. So it sounds like basically the uh, planes are not giving the data that they need to be cleared for takeoff at this point. We need
1: to make sure it's safe, that they have an acceptable weight with passengers and baggage and the plane itself, and then that it is balanced so that right. it will fly safely. And, and that data has somehow been short-circuited.
2: Yeah, and the FAA says in addition to Southwest and Delta, United, JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines are also affected. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. This past weekend was supposed to be the deadline to delay paying your son pass late fees and penalties, but it's not now.
10: That's because Governor Ron DeSantis has extended the suspension of SunPass and toll by plate late fees and penalties until at least June 1st. The State Department of Transportation has also replaced its toll director and fined the contractor of the SunPass system $4.6 million. The SunPass system has been plagued with problems since contractor conduit took over the system nearly a year ago. What was promised to be a smooth transition turned into system- glitches that has resulted in a backlog of customer billing. Sharon Parker news Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: We're going to be talking more about this, this sunpass fiasco and the DeSantis fix here in a
2: moment, Ellen. But officials at the National Weather Service are giving more details about what lit up the skies in northern Florida on Saturday night. The agency says it was a meteor that was falling over Taylor County shortly before midnight. Weather satellites set up to track lightning picked up the meteor's bright flash. It's unclear if the meteor landed or if it broke up in the atmosphere. Women who describe themselves as consensual sex workers are asking Florida lawmakers to leave them out of the crackdown on human trafficking. Kristen Kane says sex work saved her life, supports her family, and helps pay her student loans.
10: The language of this bill focuses on the clients of sex workers as a whole rather than the predators of minors and the vulnerable. Sex trafficking and consensual adult sex work are not one and the same.
2: Kane told lawmakers their crackdown on human trafficking has made her job more dangerous and put her life at risk. Isn't that still illegal? To be a
7: sex worker, even if it's consensual? Isn't um, prostitution illegal in this state?
1: Uh, we'll I'm, turn prou- to the I'm legal proud corner. to say I'm not personally an expert on this <laughs> issue yet. No, I,
8: I, we'll consult the legals later.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, f- fighter, <laughs> I wasn't expecting a question from Yaffe <laughs> during the news. But. I'm sorry, is prostitution legal? <laughs> <laughs> fighter jets and vintage airplanes are popular draws in Brevard County. The annual Melbourne Air and Space Show wrapped up yesterday at Orlando Melbourne International Airport. Officials estimate the final day's attendance at more than 15,000. Elsewhere, some Canadian voters face a tough choice in the upcoming provincial elections. On April 23rd, the ballot on Prince Edward Island will pit Matthew McKay versus Matthew McKay. Two different people with names spelled exactly the same. <laughs> oh boy. Now the incumbent Matthew McKay is 37. The challenger McKay Matthew McKay is 64 and to differentiate, differentiate himself, he calls himself Old Matthew. He said, the Scots are very frugal people. We recycle everything. We even recycle names. He also points out there are only 4,000 people in the district, and just about everybody on the island knows everybody, so they know one Matthew McKay from the other Matthew McKay.
1: Boy, I've never heard of that happening. Imagine if that happened in a major, major election with millions of people voting. Mm-hmm. Well, the the amount of you know nobody would ever believe what the result was because of all the confusion, but I guess they can sort it out where they are.
2: Yeah, I'm legally changing my name to Donald Trump and entering the 2020 <laughs> presidential race. There rate. you go. The sheriff's department in Shizago County, Minnesota, is sharing an unusual story of distracted driving. Last fall, a deputy responded to a complaint about someone driving on a highway and having trouble staying in their lane. He pulled over the pickup and approached the elderly driver, only to discover the man had a 250-pound pig on his lap. And there was a second smaller pig inside the cab. (laughs) The driver told the deputy he was relocating and didn't want his pets to get cold in the back of the truck. (laughs) The deputy let the man go with a warning, and he warns other drivers with pigs, let the pig lay in the back or put the pig in the passenger seat, whatever, don't drive with a pig in your lap.
1: I didn't know this was a widespread issue. Interesting. Yeah, well, now
8: you you know. You should spend more time in Lake County. Uh Uh-oh.
2: Or not. SpaceX and Tesla CEO Elon Musk is dabbling in the music industry. In a tweet on Saturday, Musk posted a link to a rap song he made about Harambe on SoundCloud. The song called R.I.P. Harambe is a tribute to the Cincinnati Zoo Gorilla who was killed in 2016 when a child fell into his cage. I remember that. And here's just a bit of the auto-tuned Elon Musk. R.I.P.
0: Harambe, we
13: smoking on a song. We love you, and we thinking
2: about you. all. All right, in case you missed it, it, Musk was singing R.I.P. Harambe, smoking on some strong hay, In the Gorilla Zoo, and we thinking about you.
1: Elon Musk is getting more bizarre all the time, seems to me. I
2: think he kind of started out bizarre. After the first day, the uh, track had been streamed more than a quarter million times. Amazing. (laughs) By the way, you can find these stories and more... In a section called Elsewhere with Alan Spector on our Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com.
1: Really cool. And in a moment, Alan's going to tell you how you can stay tuned and win 1000 bucks. But I'm intrigued by this caller on line one uh, off our conversation. And the text line, one-word texting <laughs> poll is still open as we bring Leo on. Leo from Orlando, uh, we want to know whether... <laughs> hang on a second, Leo. We want to know whether folks think that we're, Trump ought to make good on his threat to close the border. If you If you think he should... Text yes, or if you think he shouldn't, text no to two three six eight zero. You say you vacation down at the border. You got some stories to tell. Very quickly. Well, I know
12: I know so much vacation there is. I'm a herpetologist, and I spend you know hundreds, if not thousands, of hours down there every year. You know, looking for reptiles, and I see the leavings of these people. Um,
1: What what do you mean, in other words, illegal aliens trying to get in the country is what you're talking about.
12: exactly. I've had them try and get my phone. I've had them, you know, come up and try and talk to me. I've had them try and, you know, give me a ride. I've had it at all. And let me tell you, we don't have enough security down there. They leave giant piles of garbage. You know, you come up on them and they drop their backpacks and they run. It's it, it is an emergency down there, and it has been for close to 20 years. How would you solve the problem, how, how would you? you cares?
1: How would you solve? How would you solve the problem, Leo?
12: We don't 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 hem and haw about it. Just close it already. And my 79 and a half year old father,
1: he agrees with me. Thank you, Leo. Appreciate that. Want to win a thousand bucks? Listen to my co-host
2: right now. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour text it to 200 200 and you could win $1000 and we're just 2 minutes away from an update of Orlando's news weather and traffic 741 on Good Morning Orlando Updating headlines for you right now. Trump-hating
1: attorney Michael Avenatti is set to appear in federal court in California today to face bank fraud and wire fraud charges. The former lawyer for porn star Stormy Daniels was charged in New York last week. Avenatti is accused of stealing $1.6 million from a client and using phony income tax returns to get a $4 million loan from a bank in Mississippi. Updates at least every 10 minutes. And our top stories here in Good
0: Morning Orlando. News, weather and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Now a little bit more on a story that Alan reported on at the
1: bottom of the hour. Um, the SunPass fiasco and the Governor Ron DeSantis fix, or at least it's it's a temporary fix here. Um... The governor is quoted over the weekend as saying this, Since I've been governor, I have heard the concerns from citizens and customers of SunPass and the hardships they've been facing related to their delayed bills and billing errors by the contractor. This outfit called Conduent, once upon a time, believe it or not, was, was Xerox. Wow. And he said further in a statement, the governor, I have directed the Florida Department of Transportation to continue suspending fees and penalties until June first this is a good thing but ultimately I think you know what it's not it's not you and me the toll road driving public that had anything to do with this fiasco you know and then we're getting hit by uh, with these bills there's no way to verify whether they are accurate you know penalties threatened because we're not paying our tolls because the recording system was all screwed up you know that ultimately we all ought to be forgiven. And the conduit ought to be made to pick up the tab. Now, they've already been fined for botching last year's takeover of the SunPass system. They've been fined $4.6 million and counting. Um, it just seems to me, I'm glad to see they've, they've pushed this thing to 1st of June, Yaffe. You know, but that ultimately... It's not our problem. Don't make us pay for it. Don't, you know, don't, I don't want you to come back at me and tell me that I, that I owe some kind of a fee, that I owe X number of dollars for tolls that couldn't be recorded, you know, when this system screwed up. And there, it's our, my word against the, the word of F of dot and, and against the word of conduit, and they have screwed up other systems in other parts of the country, you know, that I'm sorry that we, the public, Should not bear the cost here.
7: I mean, this is a good first step by Governor Ron DeSantis. But yeah, if he did what you're calling for, his approval rating would probably go up even more. So maybe he will do that. Who knows?
1: This is another one of these issues, you know, where he appeals to people across party lines. Because, you know, it doesn't matter what your party affiliation, if you're in Central Florida, chances are... You know, you're going to be paying to ride on the toll roads.
8: Well, I'm sure both of you guys are real good about actually paying your tolls. But occasionally, the fox has been caught without the cash.
1: Oh, the foxes, really? Yeah? And I
8: have received said bills in the mail for blowing through tolls. Because they do get you from the license plate, of course.
1: Yes, and then what do you do, fox? Then
8: I have to pay like a $2 paper fee. And this added on trumped up fee and that. And what ended up, uh, started out as like a dollar fee or toll ends up being about seven or eight dollars and that I went out and I got the sun pass and now the sun pass is pretty much the same thing you know here I'm I'm out of money I go through it tells me hey your sun pass needs reloaded and what happens I get billed I get a trumped up charge all these fees so I don't pay it so now where am I I'm confused I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know where to go. I just thought these toll roads were only supposed to pay themselves off and then the tolls went away. But that was thirty oh, years that's ago. A long I was time misled. Ago. Yeah. I demand a recount. Yeah,
1: I remember I remember getting into that years ago. Uh, very interesting. Hmm. Okay. Can we can we still, you know, if, if she's down at the Orange County Jail serving time, Yaffe, can, can can we still get her on the line here? To, to feel calls well, See, for you us. remember,
8: I told you I couldn't get my registration done. Can, can,
1: can we can we wire something up down there at the jail? Because I mm.
8: found out I had fines that were in the air. <laughs> so I had to pay those fines and run between clerk of courts and the DMV. Yeah, okay. Good yeah. time. Do a work
7: release program or something, you know. Yeah, I can right. pick up garbage. Okay. No, <laughs> she comes here in the morning and then goes back to jail after. Oh, wow. That, that's so kind. Well, how about that?
1: Well, uh, good. But I will favor you once you've done your time getting your voting rights restored. Ah,
8: oh, thank you, but it wouldn't be a felony charge <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> I don't know the way you're talking. <laughs> Maybe by the time it's done.
8: I think a lot of our listeners can relate to the, "Oh my goodness, I don't have exact change." Wow. The, most of the toll booths aren't manned anymore, so it's okay. a mess. Okay, all right.
1: Uh, coming up, we got the rush morning update right after we update you on Orlando's news weather and traffic here in 2 minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Updating Central Florida headlines for you right now. A murder suspect is in custody after a six-hour standoff in Volusia County. 46-year-old Craig Kendrick was arrested yesterday after Daytona Beach police say he barricaded himself inside a home on Maple Street. He's accused of killing 61-year-old Denise Jennings the day before and dumping her body in the woods. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on our top stories. Count on it here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Alan, we've had the um, one-word texting poll up and running on one of the key topics of the morning,
2: and uh, how about an update? The question, should Trump close our border with Mexico? We asked you to text yes or no, and uh, we have the results in. We are ready to make a call here, make a projection. Razor-thin margin. Yes. (laughs) Not. 136 say yes. Close the border seven say no more one
1: word texting polls coming up on future editions of good morning
0: orlando wflf Fine hills orlando wmgf hd3 mount dora orlando and w226 bt orlando news radio 93.1 wfla and iheart radio station Good
1: morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on our Monday show on the first day of April here at 8 o'clock. Time to update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic for you on News Radio 93.1, WFLA FM AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app.
2: I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning, outages ground multiple airlines. More in one minute.
1: And sound off on the 50,000-watt front porch. We want to know your take on the topic of your choice on Open Mind Monday. Coming right up on Good Morning Orlando.
2: Flights have been stuck on the ground at airports across the country this morning because of system-wide outages which apparently have affected Delta, Southwest, United, JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines. The FAA issued a statement saying the problem centered on a flight planning weight and balance program called Aero Data. Now we have word online uh, via Twitter from Southwest Airlines that uh, they have lifted an internal ground stop implemented for about 40 minutes this morning during an outage with a vendor that services multiple carriers with data used in flight planning. Scattered flight delays are anticipated. Customers should check Southwest.com for the latest updates on specific flights. We're working with customers on any impacts to meet their uh, uh, any impacts to their travel plans. And uh, so, again, we've had uh, at least five airlines affected by this, Southwest, Delta, United, JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines. We're understanding now the problem seems to have been fixed, at least according to Southwest. And uh, hopefully things will get moving, but it could mean delays uh, for the time being.
1: Well, I know you'll stay on top of the story, which broke about one hour ago. So... Um Uh, Stay with us here on Good Morning Orlando for the very latest as the airlines hopefully all will be coming back up online and flying as normal.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. President Trump isn't kidding when he threatens to close the U.S.-Mexico border. That's what White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway told Fox News Sunday.
3: It certainly isn't a bluff. You can take the president seriously, and here's why. You're giving those metrics. What he's looking at is that 4,000 migrants apprehended in one day recently. We're on track this month for close to 100,000. We have never seen a surge like this.
2: On Friday, the president tweeted there's a very good likelihood he'll close the entire southern border this week, because Mexico is doing nothing to help stop the flow of illegal immigrants to our country. Trump has also announced he's cutting about $500 million in aid to the Central American nations of El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, because he said they're not doing enough to prevent migrant caravans.
1: So what's your reaction to what the president is about to do, it appears? Um, Great fodder for Open Mind Monday. Let us know what you think. 407-916-5400. Texas 23680.
2: Florida Republican Rick Scott and two other U.S. senators are President Trump's point men on health care policy. Trump promising last week they're going to come up with something really spectacular. However, on CBS's Face the Nation on Sunday, Scott indicated he's waiting for the White House to come up with a plan however he did repeat several times he's concerned about one particular aspect of health care the problem is the cost of health care and the unbelievable inflation we've seen especially let's start with drug prices why are drug prices going up the way they have and scott said he opposes medicare for all claiming the idea of the government taking over health care and running all of it has never worked and never will rip currents are blamed for one death and causing life-threatening situations for other swimmers off brevard and volusia counties over the weekend lifeguards rescued hundreds of people. However, a 60-year-old man from Michigan died after he and several others, including his granddaughter, were pulled from rough surf off Indian Atlantic on Saturday. College basketball's Final Four is set after Sunday victories by Michigan State and Auburn.
4: The Spartans had lost 11 of the last 12 encounters with Duke, but Michigan State prevailed in the East Region Final. Cassius Winston scored 20 points with 10 assists. The Spartans got by the Blue Devils 68-67. Michigan State will meet Texas Tech next Saturday. Auburn got to its first-ever Final Four by defeating an SEC conference rival. The Tigers needed overtime to beat Kentucky 77-71. Jared Harper scored 26 points. Auburn next weekend will face Virginia. Bob Mortali, Fox News. Games were
1: fantastic. There's nothing like March Madness. Wow.
2: WFLA News time is 8.07. A Hampton Inn employee claims he was punished for refusing to undergo an exorcism. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here at the top of the month of April. How can it be that March is behind us and April is upon us? No fooling. No no fooling here talking about serious issues of the day. or well, then again, maybe you've got something fun you want to talk about here. It's your show for the balance of the hour on Open Mind Monday. If you want to give your take on the president's threat to close the border with Mexico and, uh, and cutting aid to those Central American countries, uh, I'd love to hear from you. 407-916-5400. Text us at 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. Also this morning, we, we've talked about Joe Biden uh, he's got another woman who accuses him of just unwelcome, uncomfortable, swarmy advances. I mean, if, if if he gets in the race for president, he leads in all the polls on the Democrat side. Do you honestly think Joe Biden in the current climate, the Me Too movement, and the increasingly liberal Democrat Party could wind up with a nomination? I don't see it. I'm thinking he may not get in. What is your take on that? And what do you think about the DeSantis um, action taken on this Sun- pass and conduit fiasco we've talked about it all if you want to weigh in on our topics fine but if you've got something else you want to talk about that's what open mind monday is all about and the show starting today is all about connecting you with a thousand dollars in cold cash right
2: alan that's right bud your chance to make your wallet great again is coming up win a thousand dollars in our texting contest listen for the key word of the hour we'll announce it moments from now text that keyword to 200 200 if you're a winner you'll get a notification call from area code 513 so answer it listen throughout the day for the keyword to text to win a thousand dollars and make your wallet great again and we have an update of orlando's news weather and traffic in just two minutes on good morning orlando it's (laughs) 809
1: Central Florida headlines right now, a murder suspect in custody after a six-hour standoff in Volusia County. 46-year-old Craig Kendrick was arrested Sunday after Daytona Beach police say he barricaded himself inside a home on Maple Street. He's accused of killing 61-year-old Denise Jennings the day before and dumping her body in the woods. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on our top stories are promise on Good
0: Morning Orlando. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio
10: 93.1.
0: So it's your opportunity
1: to take over the show for the duration of your call or your text message on whatever is on your mind this morning in the news, whether we're talking about it or not. 407 916 5400 toll free 866 866- Nine one six fifty four hundred. text line 23680 with standard message and data rates apply. The Bud Man, Alan Yaffe, our executive producer, Melissa, the voice you will hear when you call to sound off on Open Mind Monday. Let's go to the phones. John, good morning from the coast. You're on Open Mind Monday from Titusville. Thanks for calling, John. What's on your mind?
12: Good morning, Bud. Um, uh, just calling about your amendment form and... and- by the way, congratulations to you and the ACLU of getting that pass. That was uh, outstanding for you and the left. But um, you haven't had a serious discussion about how uh, uh, President Trump or anybody who's going to be uh, the presidential candidate for 2020, how you how you get past Florida, because Florida will be Democrat, of course. So uh, they they have solved the electoral college problem with just this uh, with buying the election with, with Amendment Four. So. How do you? How, how does any Republican win the presidential election without Florida? It's just not. It's not possible.
1: Well, John, you do understand the concept of open mind Monday. It's not what I think. It's what you think. How does it get done, or is it not
12: doable? Oh, it's absolutely not doable. Um, uh, it's, it's impossible. To, uh, even before Florida comes into it, with California, New York, etc., the the Democrats are almost. They almost win without even starting the election. So um,
1: you've given up all hope.
12: Um, I, I have, actually, I think uh, and you're having a good uh, time
1: blaming me. But you're giving up all hope that the Republicans will ever again win Florida and its 29 electoral votes.
12: Well, well, certainly I'm, I'm blame. Maybe I'm not blaming you, but certainly you had a part in it. And and and, and you were you were patting yourself on the back for DeSantis's win. And, and I do agree with you. He, he would not have won without you. But I, I don't think Amendment 4 would have won without you also.
1: On Amendment 4, I've said it a million times. It's just a case of what's right and what's wrong. Kind of a no-brainer, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, if you pay your debt to society, you don't owe any more money. You get your voting rights back, it's done in 45, 46 other states. It's just the right thing to do. It's as simple as that. And if we can't win and overcome that, um, you know, we don't have much going for us on the conservative side of the ledger. But it is Open Mind Monday, so I really do care what you think. It's not about me. Raul, good morning from Orlando. What's on your mind, Raul? Good morning. On
13: the Smollett case, I saw on the weekend on the news that the prosecutor is a black woman. That explains now, why... Now, are we talking about her. Jesse
1: Smollett here? Yes. Go ahead.
13: Yeah, the prosecutor is a black woman. I mean, that explains why she dropped the charges. This, she did him a favor. She was biased, okay? The same case uh, was with a white man or, you know, my man. Uh, she never would have dropped the charges. You know, the what, the evidence was overwhelming against Mollet, but she did him a favor and dropped the charges. You know, I, I think uh, you know she was being biased on that case.
1: Yeah, you're talking about Kim Fox up there. She's got a lot of explaining to do. And by the way, no no relation to our Melissa Fox. Raul, uh, I, there 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 are some missing pieces to the uh, to the Jamie Fox or the Kim Fox question. There is no doubt about that. What else is going on? Let's find out from Lance in Orlando. What do you want to talk about on Open Mind Monday, Lance?
13: My topic is the political topic of the wonderful Donald Trump. He does a lot of great things, but my topic is I feel like it's dangerous for such a large population to, to trust the genuinity of, of one single person with so much power. Yes, it's good to respect and support our presidents, but there's been cover-ups in the past, and
1: I would like to see that
13: maybe maybe we have a more critical, less radical standpoint.
1: Well, let me ask you: What is it you are you suggesting? There's a particular cover up on behalf of Trump that he's initiating, or others are to cover for him. What specifically are you talking about here? What is your problem with Trump?
13: I think change is good, but I also think that change can also be manipulated through on um, the media or through um, through reasons. For example. Let's say we want to close the border and and remove money from other countries. There there might be um, there might be something else. That we don't quite see clearly, for example, uh, with the Kennedy program. Yes, there's a lot
1: of space and um, navigation and a lot of science. Wait a minute. Are Bennett you talking is- about the, 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 the Kennedy's pledge more than a half a century ago to get us to the moon before the decade was out? Is that what you're talking I'm- about? I'm using that as an example of yeah.
13: um, a trust, a trust. We saw that as a great, at least I did growing up, I saw that as a great motivation, a great purpose. But there was also a lot of military benefits, that things that we still don't even know about today. That, yeah. So apply that, that uh, to the
1: Trump presidency, Lance. I'm not, I'm not connecting with you a, here.
13: We're in a situation where a lot of us trust him. A good, a good part of our population trusts um, this wonderful president, I I, okay.
1: I support a lot of what he's doing as so what a it, it says on the screen. There's a danger in trusting Trump. Is that what you mean? Yes, there's a danger. Then what do in we do? Trusting... Vote him out because we don't trust him?
13: No, definitely not. Man, I would I'm confused. Say focus on if he makes a decision such with such radical and quick decision. You, yeah. you said earlier, 136 people said yes, and seven people said no, and. That was our our
1: one-word texting poll on whether or not the president ought to close the border. Yaffe, help me interpret for Lance, because obviously (laughs) he and I are not speaking the same language.
7: What What he is saying, I think, is that anyone with as much power as Trump, no matter who it is, left or right, you should have a degree of distrust or at least skepticism of anything he does. So he brings up the border thing. He says... He might have some good, but there might be some other reasons we're not really thinking about. Yeah, he was Trump wants telling to me this. on the backside
8: that there's, you know, all kinds of backroom deals and this and, you know, which. And yet he sure, likes but Trump.
7: He likes. So I don't know where to go. Well, then on he'd that. be
1: wary of any president because sure. of the power that resides in that office, no matter who holds it. Yeah.
7: And I think that actually was his point.
1: Got it. What's on your mind this morning? You know, whether it's the president, whether it's Joe Biden and his latest accuser of swarmy behavior toward women. Um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? SunPass fiasco and the DeSantis fix, at least temporarily? 407-916-5400. Uh, text line 23680. Standard message and data rates apply. Headlines right now, and I have in hand, courtesy of the fox in the control room, Melissa gave me this fresh Trump tweet on the border situation. Democrats working with Republicans in Congress can fix the asylum and other loopholes quickly. We have a major national emergency at our border. Get it done now. All caps from the president tweeting this morning. Updates at least every 10 minutes in a top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: Overmind well, Monday continues. Callers were coming to you, but we got to get the texters in the mix as well. What do you see, gang?
7: There's a lot of good texts out here. What do you got, Michael? You ready for us? Uh, yes. One person says the, Smol- the Smollett debacle is the result of social justice, where race and politics are used in place of evidence in the letter of the law. Martin Luther King fought and died against this racial inequality.
8: We also have another one. is one of our callers back there. Florida, Texas, will turn blue, has to do with birth rates and immigration.
2: Let's go to the phones. From Orlando, we've got Sonia, who we understand has an interesting nickname. Is that right, Sonia?
13: Hi. um, Yes, I have five grandchildren, and my 24-year-old granddaughter has always called me MAGA because since she was a baby, she turned grandma, backwards you couldn't say it so and it's there's also been uh, i saw a newspaper uh, magazine article there's another maga out there and i'd like to know if there are other magas because m-a-g-a stands for grandma and i had that name from years back so it's a slight but important issue to me
2: all right we'll send you a red hat what's <laughs> oh, what, no 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 <laughs> what's on your I mind know, I
13: don't wear it because it doesn't stand for that anymore i just wanted to know that I was the original um,
1: MAGA. Love it. That's what's on her mind. That is right.
13: That's what's on my mind. Also, thank you, Bud, for the Tony Bennett tickets. He was great.
1: Oh, no kidding.
10: Oh, so glad to to hear that. that. you you'd be there.
1: He can still do it at ninety-two. It's amazing, Mm. Sony. We're happy to send you there as our Sound Judgment winner. End of the show today. We're giving away another great prize on Sound Judgment. Very quickly, as time permits, before the news with Alan. Here's Eddie and Claremont. What's on your mind, Eddie?
12: Hey, bud! Nice to talk to you again. You know, uh, uh, Dirty Joe has been doing this for years. You know, yeah, Joe Biden. There's a picture of him and, you know, uh, I guess introducing Kristen Gilbert. He got a handful of her lump, and she had this smile on her face. He's been groping women for years.
1: Yeah, well, he's not the
12: only one. Cory Booker's next, and then Kamala Harris. This is terrible, man. The Democrats are putting up some. Sheeny characters for President
1: Young State. All right, I don't know about the last two there, but if you if you were to just Google "creepy Uncle Joe" videos, you'll be amazed what comes up. It's really, you know, I'm I'm telling you right now, I I think I think Joe Biden may not even get in the race, and if he does, I don't think he will go far. Lots going on this morning. Let's get you up to date, particularly if you were just joining in this hour of the show. Um, Alan, headlines? Well,
2: yeah, we'll have the latest on the airline outages, which seem to have been resolved and a reprieve for SunPass customers, those stories and others, and traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 8.30 on Good Morning Orlando.
1: Good morning to you. Glad you're with us here in the Monday edition of the show. My co-host Alan Spector brought us the breaking news of a big problem for a number of airliners this morning. What is the latest, Alan?
2: Oh, Bud, computer outages hit several U.S. airlines this morning, causing hundreds of flight delays, The FAA said the outages were related to problems with a flight planning weight and balance program called AeroData. Airlines affected included Southwest, Delta, American, United, and Alaska Air Group. Southwest, Delta, and American have since announced that the problem is resolved and that their systems were getting back online. In the meantime, delays could continue, so if you're traveling by air this morning, check your flight status. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. SunPass late fees and penalties have been suspended for months, but that was supposed to end yesterday. Now SunPass customers get another reprieve thanks to the controversy over a botched system overhaul last year.
10: It has been a much different approach to the SunPass mess from Governor Ron DeSantis than his predecessor. Then Governor Rick Scott ordered an investigation into the SunPass overhaul, though it was revealed that Scott had invested in the new SunPass contracting company, Conduent. Fast forward to now, when the suspension of SunPass customers' penalties and late fees were to end, but DeSantis says those fees will now continue to be suspended until June 1st, and the Department of Transportation has replaced its toll system director and fined conduit $4.6 million for the bungled overhaul. Sharon Parker, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. President
2: Trump is promising more federal money for the Everglades, telling reporters as he visited Lake Okeechobee on Friday, it's coming soon and a lot more than you would ever believe. Florida leaders have requested $200 million to speed up improvements to the Herbert Hoover Dyke, the crumbling earthen dam that surrounds Lake O., However, the Trump administration budget calls for only spending $63 million. The woman accusing former Vice President Joe Biden of inappropriate conduct says she wants him to acknowledge that his actions were wrong.
11: We also need to have a conversation about powerful men feeling that they have the right to invade a woman's space whenever they'd like.
2: On CNN's State of the Union, former Nevada Assemblywoman Lucy Flores Claims that at a campaign event in 2014, Biden touched her shoulders, smelled her hair, and kissed her head. Biden released a statement saying in all his years of campaigning, he never believed he's acted inappropriately. However, he said he will listen respectfully to Flores' claims. The Magic continue their playoff push as they take on the Raptors at Toronto tonight. They knocked off Indiana 121-116 at the Amway Center on Saturday night. But Orlando remains a half game behind Miami for the eighth and final playoff spot in the NBA's Eastern Conference, with just five games remaining on the regular season schedule. WFLA news time is 8:37. Be listening just after the top of the hour for your next chance to make your wallet great again when we announce the keyword of the hour. Text it to 200-200, and you could win $1,000. Meanwhile, Budman, Open Mind Monday continues.
1: Absolutely. What's on your mind this morning? We've been talking about Trump says he's going to shut down the border. You know, if Mexico doesn't deal with the illegal immigration situation in their country, do you want him to do it or not? Is Joe Biden finished with this uh, latest accusation of swarmy behavior um, and on welcome behavior toward women, I think he may be. Uh, but if you've got something else on your mind, that's fair game, too. On Open Mind Monday, phone lines open for you now at 407 916 5400. Toll free 866 916 5400. Text line never busy, open at 23680 on the topic of your choice and standard message and data rates apply there. Open Mind Monday rolls on toward 9 o'clock. Sound judgment game still ahead. Right now, we bring you an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Check of headlines right now. A search is underway for a shooting suspect in Brevard County. A man was found shot in Palm Bay Sunday morning in the middle of Wyman Road. He was taken to the hospital. He is expected to survive. We have no word yet on a motive, and no arrest has yet been announced. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. Open mind Monday. Let's get on
1: down to the coast in beautiful Melbourne Beach. And Eric, good morning. You're on with the Budman and company. Good morning, Bud. Go
9: you have ahead. a
13: great uh, Melissa does a great job. Um, she does. not
1: just border security,
9: but sanctuary cities like Buddy Dyer's area. Accountability. Who has allowed MS thirteen to fester in this country? Who's the grandma of MS thirteen? Stretch Pelosi. Who's the grandpa? The schmucky schumers of the world. It's called accountability. Enough is enough. And if he's not going to do it, the American people are going to rise up because that party across from you, they're not Democrats. Bud, one little constructive criticism to you. Stop calling them Democrats and liberals. They are socialists.
1: All right. It's Open Mind Monday. You know, it's your take on any topic and I keep an open mind. And so I do. Brad, you're in Winter Park. What is on your mind this morning, Brad?
9: Well, I'm your uh, watchdog for, uh, you know, the fake news on CNN. And I'm up at 3 in the morning a lot of times, and uh, that's when CNN goes international. You know, the joke there is international. And uh, they bring on left-wing professors from England who criticize Trump. And, of course, there's no counterpoint.
1: Yeah, I heard that driving in this morning.
9: And the latest thing is the border closing. And the professor, this Marxist left-wing professor from Oxford, England, says, well, that's just going to cause more migrants to come when you close the border. Well, what do you think they're doing now, genius? They're coming anyway with open borders and with millions in aid that we're pumping there that their corrupt leaders pocket and leave their own people in abject poverty, and yet we're the bad guy, according to left-wingers like Ocasio-Cortez and the left in this country. Self-loathers. That's what they are.
1: All right, Brad. My, my parents are kind of the what I was thinking as I was driving into work listening to that on CNN this morning. Interesting Gaffey, Melissa, text line update, if you will.
7: Yeah, one person says, I'm all for shutting the border down, says let Mexico deal with the thousands of illegal immigrants. It will solve this problem really quick. Mexico and other Latin American countries depend a whole lot on America, and then America depends on them. Mm. And uh, following with the Open Mind Monday concept, this
8: texter says, Trump needs to close the border. Biden has always been a green old man touching himself. And others. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Dave, you're in Orlando. Mass transit on your mind, it says on the screen. Go ahead. It's open mind Monday, Dave.
9: Yeah, but uh, I know you've you've railed about this before, about, uh, you know, how mass transit doesn't pay for itself. But really, uh, no transit really does either. And, you know, about a month ago, we had a a huge close down on I-4. East Lane was closed because of another traffic uh, crash. We have to deal with these issues all the time, and what you're not looking at is the total budget. Yes, mass transit does not pay for itself, but we need to offload our asphalt, get some of the uh, cars off that road, and and start working toward a mass transit system. People need to look at the whole budget. When you consider traffic lights, maintenance, signage, police patrols, police equipment, EMS patrols that have to scrape off the dead bodies on the roads, there's a huge amount of money we spend in taxes, and gasoline taxes and your other transportation don't pay for all that. So we on the tax papers are getting stuck for a lot of building. And you look at the Florida transportation budget, a lot of money going out for roads and asphalt. We have to do something to start toward mass transit in Orlando. So now, what, would
1: you, what would you do then? I mean, are, are you saying that you're fine if we have a, a, um, uh, a sales tax hike? Here in Orange County, and we've talked about it because it looks to me like the new mayor Jerry Demings is making overtures in that direction to pay for SunRail, to pay for uh, uh, for the the Lynx bus system that is drowning in red ink. That that's okay, right? That's your opinion. That's okay.
9: Oh no, no, I'm not for more taxes, but I'm for some reallocation of the monies you have, and maybe yeah. uh, aside from the the interstate, using more tolls. To pay for the roads that are there.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, David, thank you very much. Uh I've said it before. Move the money around. And Orange County got a four billion dollar plus budget for God's sakes. You know, no tax hike. Move some of the money around. Prioritize, reprioritize. Anything left on the text line of note here, gang, or are we pretty much wrapping it up here on Open Mind Monday?
7: Uh, There is one person who agrees with the caller we had earlier that thinks that Florida and Texas will turn blue. Although this person thinks it will be because of birth rate and immigration, not because of um, Amendment 4.
1: Got to be quick here, Melissa. You got one more?
7: Got one guy calling you out
8: saying that you just want the wall so that you can ask our governor how come he hasn't followed up on E-Verify
1: oh uh, yeah, okay so. that's interesting mm-hmm. now we're playing a sound judgment game we got a blues concert and a great great wine and food festival at the lake ridge winery and you're going on us a family four pack of tickets out to claremont this is a fantastic prize, and if it's not for you, give it to someone in your family or the gang at work or, you know, one of the neighbors you really care about and might owe a favor to. Uh, it's Sound Judgment, 407-916-5400. Get on the line now, 407-916-5400. This is a valuable prize. You're going to love it. And our toll-free is still open for Sound Judgment only at 866-916-5400. Um, coming up top of the hour another chance for you to make your wallet great again with um, our texting contest keyword will be coming up right after the news you could win a $1000 if you text that to 200 200 Joining us right now, Central Florida headlines. It was a beautiful day at the beach, but a dangerous one. Rip currents now blamed for one death and causing life-threatening situations for other swimmers off Brevard and Volusia counties all weekend long. Lifeguards rescued hundreds of people. However, a 60-year-old man from Michigan died after he and several others, including his own granddaughter, were pulled from rough surf off Indy Atlantic on Saturday. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories all morning on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Welcome to the 50,000-watt Front Forge. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Fun and games. Our final act here on the Monday edition
1: of Good Morning Orlando as we get ready for the sound judgment game. I've got the, uh, the callers, the contestants in place, and what are we playing for, Melissa?
8: We've got a four-pack of tickets to the Lake Ridge Winery's Blues at the Winery Festival. It is uh, the weekend of April 13th and 14th. If you enjoy sipping a glass of Lake Ridge wine and listening to the blues like a baby buddy blues band, what? You can go. It's the event. It's a musty. How about uh, LakeRidgeWinery.com if you don't win sound judgment.
1: Family four-pack? Oh, yeah. Good stuff. We're ready to play the game. If you want in but the lines are busy, a wrong answer will open one up at 407-916-5400. Here's a tip. Toll-free is still open, which is interesting. 866-916-5400 there. Grab it. So March Madness reached a fever pitch over the weekend as the teams were set for the final four in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. want you to listen to the play-by-play sounds of the final seconds that made Texas Tech, the first team to reach the Final Four, then use your sound judgment to name the other three teams in this year's Final Four.
0: Duffy Perkins puts it up, that's it, there's a new member of the Final Four Club, and they hail from Lubbock, Texas, the Red Raiders of Texas Tech.
1: So, Texas Tech was the first team in. Name the other three teams that made it to the final four in men's college basketball this weekend. Line one, can you do it? No, bud, I don't have it. All right, but thanks for being on the line. There's the open line. Grab it right now. 407-916-5400. Name those three teams, line two. That's you. Mississippi State? Mississippi State? You said Mississippi State? Did you say Mississippi State? You're wrong. All right, let's go so to line close. three. What? So close. Wow. Go ahead, line three. You're up. Name those three teams. Michigan, Virginia. No. 407-916-5400 is the number. Line four. Go ahead, line four. Joe Biden. no. No. <laughs> No, he was the answer to some things this morning, but not to the sound judgment question. Okay, we're losing our minds here. Line one, we're back to you right now. Name those three teams that joined Texas Tech in the final four. Auburn, Michigan State, and Virginia. I believe you are right, but I also know your voice. You've won more recently than a month, haven't you, Joe? Yeah, probably. No, no, you're ineligible. Line two, go ahead. You're up. Take it away. Line two. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, Michigan
12: State, Auburn, and Virginia.
1: That's it. Joining Texas Tech. Congratulations. All right. Nice going. You're going out to the winery for the blues concert. I hope you're excited. It's a great time. Oh, yeah. What's your first Uh, name, my friend? What's your first name? Matt. Matt, Matt? and we got a lot of Matts. Which Matt is this? From where? Orlando. Okay, and you have not won in a month, right? Correct. Out away. Okay, got to keep track of the mats. It's not easy to do. Matt, don't go away. You and Melissa will work things out offline. And congratulations. Thanks for listening to our show.
12: All right, thank you.
1: There we go. Chance coming up right after the 9 o'clock news to win some cold cash. It's a brand-new contest, Alan.
2: Yeah, Bud, your next chance to make your wallet great again. When we announce the keyword of the hour, and as Bud said, that's coming up right after the top of the hour – Text it to 200-200. You could win $1,000. Keep in mind, if you are the winner, you'll get a notification call from area code 513. If you see that number pop up, answer it. You could be a winner of $1,000.
1: Good deal. Everybody's a winner if they drive home and tune to Yaffe's show on WFLA at 5 o'clock. It's PM Orlando.
7: Well, yeah, there's a chance that, you know, the border could be closed by the end of the day. So if that happens, we'll cover that and much more PM Orlando, 5 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday.
1: Fantastic. For Alan, for Yaffe, for Melissa, the Bud Man here, thanks for a great three hours. Catch you tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America.